everybody. Thanks for tuning into our podcast, The Evolution of Digital Transformation and Consulting. Today, we're going to explore how consulting firms are thinking about digital transformation, what the evolution process has looked like, and ultimately provide advice based on our speakers' points of views. I would now like to introduce you to Sam Theodosopoulos, who's facilitating the podcast today. Sam is currently a Director of Client Development here at Seismic, but has an extensive background in the consulting world. Sam is going to take it away, introducing Seismic and our guest speaker, Brian DiPello. Thanks, Christina. Uh, so for those who don't know, Seismic is the leading global sales and marketing enablement solution, and we improve close rates and deliver larger deals for sales while increasing marketing's impact on revenue. Uh, so I'm joined here today by Brian DiPello, who is currently the managing director and founder of Monarch Point Consulting Group which is a boutique strategy and operations consulting firm based out of Vero Beach, Florida. So previously, Brian and I had worked together uh, at PwC. We were both associates in the financial services advisory practice uh, based in New York. Brian, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Sam. Thanks so much for having me. No, I appreciate it. We're, uh, you know, we're definitely happy that you're, you're here with us today. If you want to just give a quick background into you know, how we met and you know, uh, our time at PwC together, I think that'd be great. Yeah, definitely. We, uh, you know, Sam and I met when we uh, joined PwC back in 2012. Uh, we were went through onboarding together and uh, had a few too many laughs getting acquainted with the consulting environment up there. And um, you know, we we had a good time getting to know each other and helping to solve problems right away with getting our computers and all the technology set up to better serve our clients. So it was a it was a good time, and uh, we became good friends ever since. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Um, you know, if you want to just give some background into, you know, how you got into management consulting and, you know, then I guess what prompted you to, to start your own firm? Sure. So I, I got into consulting um, back in uh, 2012. And like I said, I, I had no idea I would end up being in, in uh, management consulting one day. Um, I started my career in finance right around the time the, the global financial crisis started materializing. Um, so while that happened, I decided to go to business school and um, sit it on the sidelines. And then I came back uh, a few years later and decided to launch my own hedge fund out of business school. Um, but the market was still pretty resistant to uh, you know, investment and especially new managers. So I ended up closing my firm down and deciding to go um, into management consulting. Um, while I was at business school, they kind of planted the seed, um, which would eventually become a management consulting career for me, while working on small teams, um, solving problems during case studies. So that was inevitably what led me to get into management consulting. Um, so uh, when I closed my firm down, I applied to PwC, got an interview shortly thereafter, and was soon hired um, and, and loved every bit of it. I love management consulting. I love PwC. It's a great company to get started and learn a ton. Um, but uh, coming from a small beach, beach town community in Southern California, living in New York City was a bit overwhelming. So uh, I decided to to flee to Florida like every other fed up New Yorker of the city. and. Uh, start my own independent consulting practice, which eventually became Monarch Point Consulting Group. So that's that's kind of the, the flow of where, how I got into where I'm at right now. Gotcha, gotcha, quite a, quite a journey. So when you were in business school, did you did you really you know, know what uh, management consulting was? And you know, the reason why I ask is, you know, I, I always make jokes about, uh, you know, when I was a consultant, I would, I would tell family members or, or friends, they would ask me, you know, what I do for work, and I'd say I'm a, I'm a management consultant or I'm a consultant. And, uh, you know, people always ask, what does that actually mean? You know, do you, what, what is it that you do? <laughs> That's so funny you say that. I have the same problem. Um, uh, you know, when people ask, oh, what do you do? And I say I'm a management consultant, I get a blankest stare. What does that mean? My wife, who 
She's known me for almost 20 years now, still doesn't know what I do, and she can't tell our friends and family. So, um, you know, to, to, to break it down, I usually say we help solve business problems and help businesses increase profitability. That's the baseline of what we do. If, you know, I have a more sophisticated audience or someone who wants to dig deeper, I will. But, you know, how we do that is, you know, subject to a bunch of different ways. But really, the gist of it is we're helping solve problems and make businesses more productive and profitable um, and efficient. So that's really, in a nutshell, what I do as a management consultant. Gotcha. So, you know, when we were when we were at PwC, we were both in, you know, financial services. I, I think you were in asset asset management, right? Correct. Gotcha. So, you know, now I, I assume at your, your new your new firm, you know, you've branched out of financial services. So now are you, you know, kind of across industries or, you know, how's that working? Right. So we yeah, we don't focus purely on financial services firms. We serve a variety of different clients from you know, startup tech firms to uh, right now we have a logistics client, a produce client. Uh, we've worked with some firearms manufacturers. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of all of the board in terms of industry. So mostly industry agnostic, focusing more so on our um, on our actual core competency, which is strategy and operations across different industries and sectors. Gotcha. Um, so I remember when, when I was at PwC, you know, a lot of a lot of my projects kind of ended up as I as I was there for a few years transitioning to you know very technology heavy projects, whether that was related to regulation or operational excellence or, or strategy projects. Um, so you know you know definitely a hot topic and a buzzword today is digital transformation. So you know is that something that you encountered at PwC? Is that something that you're seeing? know today with your with your new clients if you could uh, you know give us some insight there that'd be great absolutely so yeah I, I definitely agree um, you know digital transformation is is, is the future um, it, in the future is now many businesses are catching on to the fact that you know, technology can dramatically improve their bottom line so naturally consultancies have caught on to their clients demands and offer some form of digital transformation services um, you know, whether it's on the change management side technology IT implementation cybersecurity uh, customer experience, process improvement, any, anything like that is is all becoming mostly technology technologically driven. And and for those companies that you know haven't understood that yet, you know they're in for a rude awakening when you know they start losing massive amounts of market share. I'm, and I'm speaking of consultancies. Um, right. The best thing as a consulting, you know, talking about digital transformation is that you know it's the opportunity is always there. Um, you know, technology is always changing, so there's always opportunities for new projects in this space, so long as the consultancies are able to keep pace with those technological advancements. So, yeah, I think it's definitely here to stay, and it, it's increasingly becoming much more popular as a service. Right, and uh, I think you and I were talking about this, uh, you know, a few weeks ago. We're seeing a lot of the firms, you know, uh, specifically PwC, where, where we used to work, um, are kind of moving away from some of the uh, traditional management consulting type type engagements, and they're moving, you know, more towards this kind of digital transformation, technology enablement type projects. So I think we're seeing that become, you know, more the norm. And you're also seeing, you know, uh, the strategy consulting firms, McKinsey, Bain, BCG, you know, they're also starting to offer, you know, digital transformation practices or, you know, technology enablement practices in uh, in addition to their, you know, classic uh, strategy consulting offerings. Definitely, you know, and, and when we started seeing that at PwC, um, you know, when, when we were there um, at, in 2012, you know, the fastest growing element, if you recall, was the cloud management teams. It seemed like everyone I met was, oh, we're, we're doing work with the cloud, and it was all the rage. And then shortly thereafter, digital transformation came to the forefront and eventually cybersecurity. 
Um, I didn't recall cybersecurity being a big deal at the time, but it, it, it certainly is now. Um, and it was a logical evolution for the, the first big focus was, you know, getting data in the cloud. Then it was getting access to that data and how to best utilize it. And then it quickly became how to how to best protect that data. So, you know, that was it was a logical evolution in that way. Um, and I, I, right. and I seriously think that, you know, as we, um, you know, I, catching up with a former colleague that you and I both know, um, you know, he was explaining to me how much and how fast the firm was changing, changing to be more in the firm, I mean, PwC changing to be more of a more tech focused. Um, you know, he didn't seem all enthused like I wasn't, you know, as a strategy and ops guy, but um, he understood that this is what his clients were needing and wanting going forward. And so he, he's going along with that. Um, and that's kind of where a lot of other firms consultancies are at now as well. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I definitely see that also. Uh, we've been speaking with, you know, the big four as well as some of the, you know, the mid-sized firms. And, uh, you know, that definitely seems to be, you know, an area that that's definitely growing and I think is going to be uh, the future of consulting, especially around, you know, Salesforce practices, uh, SAP implementation practices, you know, and that kind of cloud, uh, cloud uh, uh, practices as well. Um, you know, interestingly, though, you know, from kind of my conversations and, and uh, you know, even our experience at, at PwC and I also worked at uh, KPMG and Accenture, you know, while these firms are focused on delivering digital transformation to their clients, oftentimes internally we're seeing they're not actually digitally transformed. And, you know, one of the major, you know, uh, areas where, where we're seeing this, and I think you would agree, is around the proposal process and the way that pursuits are created and then distributed is really kind of an archaic manual process. You know, I remember, I think we actually may have worked on a couple of proposals together, but you know, you, you certainly know. The way it works is you, you get an email, uh, you know, from a director who's, you know, received an RFP from, uh, uh, you know, a partner. And, you know, they come out and say, hey, we have two weeks to turn around this proposal, whether it's on, you know, operational excellence, Dodd-Frank regulation, uh, technology improvement, and that team has a week or two to put together a customized um, proposal to deliver to very senior members of, of uh, you know, the, the prospect. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, that, that takes a really long time to create. Um, if you want to speak to that a little bit, uh, I think, you know, that would, that would be great. Yeah, definitely. That's probably one of the biggest pain points, I think, as a consultant, um, is, is balancing the, you know, the, the, the actual projects that you're, you're, you've sold and then the proposals, right? You know, as a consulting company, we're always looking for new projects and, um, and that's, that can be a big time drain for us is, is drafting those proposals, understanding what the client wants. Um, I know at PwC going through, I mean, the, you have a, a quick deadline, a, a partner sets a meeting and they've got to have that proposal in hand by that week. And it's a, it's a full scale, you know, rush to get everything put together, buttoned up and ready for, delivery to the client and it's got to be perfect. You, know, you can't have a proposal full of spelling errors and mistakes. So um, I, I definitely think there's a huge opportunity, especially with what you all are doing at Seismic is to help streamline that process. Um, you know, it, it's, it's definitely something that, that is needed. Um, and I, I, if anyone can, can vouch for that. Right. I mean, I remember, you know, times where, you know, associates or senior associates, even managers would be spending hours, you know, reformatting slides, um, you know, changing size and position on graphs and, uh, you know, searching and find and replace, you know, client names and, 
to, uh, to you know to get this get this proposal ready you know oftentimes these proposals are you know they can be anywhere from 20 slides to 100 slides um, so you know to be able to to automate that I think you know uh, would be you know a huge time saver and a huge uh, huge cost saver as well definitely I, I absolutely agree and uh, you know I think another area in terms of that would be you know searching for content right so when we're when you're developing and, and creating a proposal, you know, oftentimes you're going to your desktop to find old old proposals that you worked on that you think could be applicable, oftentimes just in format to you know to a new to a new proposal, um, or you know you're you're emailing you know five of your friends. I'm I'm emailing you and say, hey Brian, you know that proposal you worked on? Do you have a good uh, <laughs> you know, do you have a good uh, uh, you know intro slide? And I'm just pulling that, and you know, you end up with a kind of Frankenstein-type deck. You know, you pull slides from here, pull slides from there, and try to hobble it all together, reformat it. You're spending hours in the slide master. You know, and it just seems kind of crazy in, in 2019 that there's not an automated way to you know pull existing collateral into you know into one platform and then you know build out a proposal. And that's you know exactly what we're doing here at Seismic. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny. I was laughing because I'm all too familiar with the, uh, the the scramble of pulling it in. Like you said, it perfectly. A, a Frankenstein deck is really what it is, and it's never the same thing. And and further, we used to call it leveraging. Oh, can we leverage your deck? Which basically meant can we borrow it or steal it or you know rebrand it? Um, it's a good know, consulting sort of, buzzword. Exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I'm all too familiar with that that process. And you know, a lot of times we try and save time and energy, but the truth of the matter is that it's not all replicable completely. I mean, you can't. You know, one client's proposal may be completely different. You may want to copy the format and you know a template, but the content is completely different. Um, every every client situation is unique, and um, you know, I, at least from my experience, I found if you try and just rebrand one proposal into a to suit another client and force it, it, it doesn't always turn out well. Uh, the client can see pick up on that pretty quickly, and you know, you may not have listened to their specific needs. So it's not just a simple simple copy cut and paste if you want to be that effective. Exactly. And you know, so with Seismic, what we're able to do is we're able to pull in you know, uh, sales collateral from wherever that content lives. So it lives on, you know, the financial service uh, asset and wealth management, their, you know, their uh, uh, Google Drive or you know, some another team SharePoint. We're able to pull that all into Seismic, and then we also have a you know an enterprise search function. We're able to quickly search for, you know, search for content, search for templates. And then, you know, based on who we're selling to, so if we're selling to Goldman Sachs, I'm able to quickly put together, uh, you know, put together this proposal, at least the skeleton, um, which, you know, as you know, takes a really long time to to uh, to build out. And then we're able to put that into um, what we call workspace and able to add team members similar to like a Google Docs kind of on steroids and, uh, you know, collaborate in that content, build out a, a really, uh, you know, personalized, solid proposal. Um, so, you know, I, I see it as a major time saver and, you know, we've spoken with a lot of different people uh, at these firms and I, I think, uh, you know, it's definitely a game changer. Yeah, and one thing I think you need to touch on as well, and I'm sure um, you can attest to this, is, is version control. You know, when, when you've got one final document and 20 different people working on one proposal, you know, nowadays you can do, you can do that simply in the cloud, like you said, with Google Docs or some other cloud platform but the truth of the matter is it's really really difficult even doing that if someone makes a change you know something gets frozen or you have simultaneous changes 
you know, someone's version isn't showing right, or, you know, they have different graphics that aren't represented correctly in someone else's platform, if they're using the Mac at home, or, you know, it, there's a whole slew of things that can go wrong. Um, so yeah, if you can find a way to do that much more efficiently, like you guys have, then it's certainly a, a, a huge value add. Right. Uh, you know, one other thing, I, you know, I think that's, you know, kind of crazy about, you know, the world of consulting as, as we know it is, you know, consultants, you know, uh, they, they, they can charge a fairly high, you know, hourly rate to, uh, to their clients. And, you know, when you have, you know, associates or consultants or managers or even directors and partners, you know, spending a lot of time in this proposal, these are time, this is time that can be spent, you know, billable to whatever client. IBM, Honeywell, Goldman Sachs, um, you know, so really what this would do is, is, you know, shift that focus from, you know, spending hours on business development and in terms of just content creation, it's a more high value activities, right? Either, you know, more thought leadership or actually, you know, spending time billing to clients. Right. And you're exactly right. I mean, it's, it's the opportunity cost of what you could be doing elsewhere. Um, you know, I recently had a client helping them do just solve that just that same problem where they were they were spending you know I, I did a back of the napkin calculation they were spending doing all these manual processes in excel i mean this is a, a sophisticated business that had some very big clients they've been around for almost uh let's see what was it about geez yeah almost about 15 years and they were still doing things on excel and i said well why don't you implement recommended a couple of different software implementations um and just off the back of the napkin calculation, they were wasting $10,000 in almost invillable hours that they could have been using for client work, you know, doing payroll, you know, billing, invoicing, receivables, and, and all that nonsense. And it's like, there's there's so many apps and platforms out there right now that can do that basically with the click of a button. You know, why would you be wasting that time? So absolutely, that opportunity cost loss is, is billable hours you could be racking up other than, um, you know, doing internal operations that isn't making you money. Right. Yeah, I mean, I, I think kind of what we said earlier, you know, while, while consulting firms are, are delivering all this, you know, digital transformation, you know, really high value work that, you know, is transforming companies kind of across industries, right? You know, there's there's definitely steps they could take internally to, you know, to become more efficient and increase revenue. Um, you know, is there anything, you know, you know, first of all, I guess, would, would you agree with that? And, and then second, you know, what would you what would you recommend? Like, you know, when, when you were at PwC or now your own firm, you know, what do you what do you see as kind of a, a next step for for them to, you know, become more efficient around uh, around this? Right. Well, there's lots of opportunities. And first off, I definitely agree. There's lots of opportunities to improve, um, you know, internally as well as external operations. A lot of what we do is helping businesses do just that is, is helping them identify ways to save time, save money, um, and allocate their resources much more effectively, whether that's personnel resources or uh, technological resources. Um, you know, the, the, I think the, the most efficient companies nowadays are the ones that you know, have a more hands-off approach that automate the processes, but put the human element in where it needs to be. Um, you know, obviously in sales, there's, there's still always gonna be that personal element, right? You need to set the meetings and get to know people, get to know your counterpart. Um, you know, ask the questions that a robot's not going to be able to answer effectively, right? Yet, <laughs> but um, but you know, I think that the, the most competitive consultancies are the ones, or even companies, are the ones that are going to automate these processes and use that and digitally transform so that they don't have to subject themselves to you know lost time and money and, and resources. It, it's just it, it's something at this point in this day and age that need not be done or wasted. Right. Yeah. I. I uh... 
I think that you hit the nail on the head there. You know, hopefully, uh, hopefully once uh, you know Monarch Monarch Consulting grows to a point, we can uh, we can work together. You're a true salesman, Sam. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brian. Uh, this was a good conversation. Uh, you know, we definitely appreciate your insights, and uh, thanks for your time today. Absolutely. Thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks again for tuning in. We hope you got something out of it. Check back to our blog series, Mastering Excellence, The Art of Enablement and Consulting, for monthly trends, insights, and recommendations on business development and marketing enablement and consulting. Have a great day.